Percy, have you noticed there's been a large increase in how many people now have tattoos over the past decade? It's a fact, my friend. It really is. And according to one online source, three in 10 Americans, 30%, have at least one tattoo. Hmm. An increase, an increase from 21% in 2012. The vast majority of those with at least one tattoo, which is 92%, say they are happy with their tattoos. And 46% of respondents have had at least one tattoo for more than 10 years. That being said, clearly there is something to be said about uh, how many people have tattoos today. But I think that we should discuss this dynamic in the context of the cancer community. Those under 55 years old are twice as likely to have at least one tattoo. I think we should discuss this today. Let's do it. Pastor P will unpack the potential impact of tattoos and cancer on today's program. The following program is produced and sponsored by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. And welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae, Director of Underserved Communities at City of Hope. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and I don't know if I ever would have thought about this topic, Percy. How did this come up? Yeah, it is an interesting topic. And uh, one of the dynamics within the City of Hope uh, universe is that blogs, we write blogs on various different topics relevant to, you know, the cancer community. And one of our, our writers uh, wrote a, a blog about tattoos and cancer. And so actually the information I'm going to present today is being derived from that blog. And okay. so I want to make sure I give credit to it accordingly. And I also will add that to the show notes so that anyone can access that in its entirety. But it'll help guide our discussion for today. So actually, I got that from someone else who uh, already wrote on the topic, and I thought it'd make a great show. So we're going to sure. talk about it today. Well, I've got to read the official title of this show just because it's fun to say. <laughs> to tattoo or not to tattoo. That's the title of our program today. <laughs> and it is going to be very helpful to get these thoughts out there. And it is going to be very helpful to get these thoughts out in the open. So thank you for doing this program, Percy. But we also encourage people to ask questions, and you can do that through our website, which is healthhopeandinspiration.com. So let's talk about uh, one response we got from La Brea, California. This listener says, I'm an eight-month cancer patient and have had some challenges along the way. Most of the time, I'm very encouraged to do my treatments, but there are times that I just get tired temporarily of going through the process. Does this suggest that my faith is wavering? Such a great question. And I thank you so much from La Brea, California for submitting this. And the answer to this is no. And uh, we've actually done a show uh, talking about uh, this dynamic to a certain extent. And that is show number 359. Uh, and it actually aired on 325, March 25th. And uh, what we talked about there is what to do when your loved one uh, quits fighting and part of that discussion, Wayne, if you recall, is that sometimes when cancer patients uh, say that they're tired, that doesn't mean that they're tired uh, long term. They're just tired temporarily. Yeah. They're just for the moment, for that day. They haven't given but up. They haven't given up. They haven't quit. But they're just exhausted mentally for that moment and for that hour. And I think it's important to to understand that. But from a faith perspective, I would certainly say that that is not an indication in any way at all that your faith is wavering. 
It just simply means exactly what it is. You're mentally or emotionally or you're physically, you're tired. Mm -hmm. You need a break. You need some respite. You know, you need to just kind of go back and and rejuvenate. And I have known of many cancer patients who have asked uh, their care team, in some cases, would it be okay to skip a cycle of chemotherapy Mm -hmm. or a round of radiation? And in many cases, their doc will be like, yeah, let's skip this week or whatever. So again, have a conversation with your medical team accordingly, obviously. But uh, from a spiritual care perspective, never, ever think or believe that just because you are tired, that your faith is wavering in any way. And I think that there's a huge distinction between the two. Well, thank you for that response, Percy. If you have a question for Percy, reach us through our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And before we have this discussion about tattoos today, let me also point out at the website, you can download the notes from our conversation today. It's called Tattoos and Cancer. It's available there at Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Well, normally we have a scriptural thought, a spiritual nugget to open our program with, but you're going to shake things up a bit today, Percy. I am. I am. We're going to do something a little bit different. And so I'm going to read two quotes for you today that I think will speak to the spirit and the essence uh, on a much broader level around the conversation that we're going to have today about tattoos. And the first quote that I'll read is uh, from uh, an individual uh, by the name of V. Vale. V. Vale, and says, a tattoo is a true poetic creation and is always more than meets the eye. Okay. And then the second quote today is from a Sylvia Plath. I found these quotes online. Sylvia Plath said this, wear your heart on your skin in this life. And I think that this speaks to the sentiment for uh, for for the motivation for many of why they uh, have a tattoo or get a tattoo or are interested in having a tattoo because it's a form of expression of, of what's going on inside of people's head, their hearts, uh, commemorating milestones, memories, et cetera, et cetera. There's a, it's a very powerful dynamic that's very much part of our pop culture today. So with that, those are uh, the two uh quotes that like to kind of establish a baseline for our conversation, Wayne. Look forward to hearing what you have to say. We'll get underway in just a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope with locations from coast to coast. Their team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, volunteers, and support staff all united by their desire to find cures and save lives. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about City of Hope or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-4673. City of Hope uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, let's get into our topic here today, a very helpful topic. You know, tattoos have been traced all the way back to, I guess, 3100 B.C., and they weren't accepted as part of modern mainstream culture until the past decade or so. But now seemingly everyone seems to have a tattoo of some sort, including cancer patients and survivors looking for a way to celebrate their journey or end their battle with the disease. What are your thoughts? Well, absolutely, my friend. I mean, the reality is no matter one's personal position on having or not having tattoos, that speaks to our title for today, more people than not have tattoos uh, 
And the bigger conversation is what should we know and understand about having a tattoo from a cancer perspective? And so, you know, there's some data that basically tells us this, uh, that tattoos popularity accelerated, you know, during the 1990s and early 2000s when they started, you know, appearing in movies and on TV and et cetera. And then came social media. And we know social media changed the game with with regard to communicating about all sorts of things, which transformed tattoos from a cultural taboo to an acceptable and even desirable form of mainstream self-expression. And so it's something that we've got to at least be aware of and be mindful of in in our current culture. So you're going to share four key things with us today, as I understand it. That's correct. And I want to make sure on the onset that uh, everyone is aware that all points given here have been excerpted from, uh, you know, a City of Hope blog entitled, What Should You Know About Tattoos and Cancer? And so I want to give credit uh, to the writers of of that blog. And, and we extrapolated a lot of the information from that. But we want to share that today in, in this show format to hopefully help someone and, and give people some sense of uh, the pros, the cons, and anything in between with regard to that. And so starting with uh, the first point that I want to share is that uh, a question to be asked is, first of all, I guess we should ask, are tattoos a cancer risk? Mm-hmm. You know, after all, it's on a, it's on your skin, it's a foreign substance, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, getting a tattoo uh, by itself unlikely can cause cancers based upon some information that we now understand. But some risk may be tied to certain ingredients in tattoos, ink. Earlier this year, a study found that almost half of all tattoo inks in the United States may contain carcinogens. The study from the State University of New York at Binghamton analyzed 56 popular inks used by American tattoo artists and found that 23 of them contain azo dyes, A-Z-O, azo dyes which aren't harmful when they are chemically intact, but they may become carcinogenic if they're exposed to bacteria or ultraviolet light and break down. Interesting. Interesting school of thought. Yeah, sure. And so, you know, there's something to be considered there. And then uh, there's this school of thought. Tattoo inks also aren't regulated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Even though they're injected into the skin, they're regulated as cosmetic products, not medical products. Okay. Which means that while the FDA does monitor and issue reports on inks linked to infections and illness, it doesn't have to approve them before they go to market. So it's something to think about in that regard. Yeah. And then there's this school of thought. Also rarely, tattoos may cause swelling or burning doing a magnetic resonance image or MRI procedure and in some cases tattoo pigments may interfere with MRI image quality. Something I never thought about. Yeah, and so again that's and that's the point of of having this discussion. Again, we are here Wayne as you know committed to bring information, inspiration and insight around anything that's relevant to the cancer conversation. And so there are some things to think about with regard to the potential or possible risk of cancer or cancer risk as a result of having a tattoo. Interesting school. Okay, and that's all under point number one, are tattoos a cancer risk? And again, these notes are available online at healthhopeandinspiration.com, tattoos and cancer. Okay, what's the second key point? 
Second point, many cancer patients get tattoos to celebrate. So this talks about the motivation, obviously. And so a couple of things to be understood here. Some survivors choose to commemorate their cancer battle with a tattoo. It's a personal and symbolic gesture for these survivors, and they often incorporate a ribbon with the color associated with their cancer type uh, in their tattoo. For instance, breast cancer patients may get a pink ribbon tattoo. Yeah. The other dynamic here is if you're thinking about getting body art after treatment ends, you may want to consider a few things. For example, uh, you'll want to choose the tattoo's location carefully. Do you want to give yourself the option to hide the tattoo under your clothes sometimes? And also remember that weight gain, including during pregnancy, may affect or distort the tattoo's appearance. And that may be something to consider at the end of the day of how that ultimately will look (laughs) based upon, you know, the change of, of your body. And then here's something else to consider. If you're a breast cancer survivor, you may want to get a tattoo to cover your mastectomy scars. Hmm. In this case, talk with your tattoo artist beforehand to make sure he or she is comfortable tattooing over scar tissue. Scars can be challenging for some tattoo artists if they are not familiar with them. And and here's something that I did not know, Wayne, and I learned as I kind of did a little investigation with this. Uh, there is a 3D uh, nipple tattoo that can be uh, replicated. The, there is also an option called 3D nipple tattooing known as NAT, N-A-T, which uses shadows and highlights to restore a sense of depth and detail to the reconstructed breasts. A 3D nipple tattoo uses a tattoo gun to ink a high-resolution image of a nipple and areola onto the breast. And so so that we can keep this very high level, and we've had several, particularly in the last, I don't know, three months, conversations, Wayne, as you know, of women who have had breast cancer mm-hmm. And almost without fail, many of them talk about the mental dynamic of going through body image change as a result of losing their breast and coming to terms with that. And so this becomes a mechanism for some (laughs) of a way to try to restore that dynamic, you know, uh, if they have reconstructive surgery and et cetera, et cetera, that this becomes a dynamic where a tattoo is something that that can be utilized to kind of restore the sense of uh, what that body image once looked like previous to it. Yeah. So and, we, and it, we certainly understand the motivation, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it reminds me uh, of a story, and I'll never forget this. This was my first experience, and this is now, I'm aging myself, 20 years ago, I will never forget the day. Uh, one of the cancer patients that I was supporting, uh, she uh, had had um, she had, had a mastectomy, and you know she went home and healed up and she came back to do her uh you know her revisiting consultation and so on and so forth so forth several months later and she came off of the elevator and i was meeting her uh as she was coming off the elevator and she's like reverend mccray i have something i want to show you and she she took her blouse and she opened it where her scar was and it over her scar was this big huge beautiful butterfly tattoo (laughs) And she stood in the middle of the hallway and she said, what do you think about this? And 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 one of the principles that I teach with the Our Journey of Hope program and uh, when I was out on the road, I would teach 
uh, cancer supporters is that you have to learn how to develop a poker face sometimes when you're <laughs> yeah, supporting right. cancer patients. <laughs> and so I had to use my poker face that day, Wayne. And, 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 you know, what do you say when you see something like that? And she was very serious and she stood there with, with that portion of her body exposed mm-hmm. and she waited for me to give her an answer and a response. And the thing that came top of mind was to just simply say, you go, girl. That's mm-hmm. the most beautiful orange, uh, vibrant color I've ever seen in my entire whole life. And her response was, and this is how important this can be. She said, I just wanted to let you know that I didn't let this get me down and that I did something about it. Yeah, it was very important my... to her, wasn't it? It was super important, not only to her, but she wanted me to affirm her and affirm that action. And so, and that's exactly what I did. And so uh, understand today that tattoos can be utilized by cancer patients, particularly in this context, uh, for that purpose. And it's very meaningful to them. As a matter of fact, there are, if you go online, and there was a young lady, I forget her name now, she actually had like a website and she had a whole campaign where she literally would show her, her scars and her tattoos as a, a rite of passage hmm. of empowerment to encourage and empower other women who have gone through that experience and how a tattoo empowered her to feel better about herself. Hmm. There is a caveat you'd like to add here, though, isn't there? Yeah. And so with that being said, uh, make sure, though, that you consult with your surgeon or your plastic surgeon about this procedure, particularly with regard to the imaging and the the areola and that sort of thing, with regard to uh, what the pros and cons are there and what can be done. Just have a conversation with your surgeon or your plastic surgeon and and and, and discuss this procedure uh, in depth so that you can understand all that goes with that. Super important. Have a conversation with your healthcare provider. Good word indeed. Well, I know you have two more points to make, and we'll get to those momentarily. But I do want to mention our special offer with the Abide Meditation app that is now available. Health, Hope, and Inspiration and Abide Meditations are teaming up to make a premium subscription of Abide's mobile app free to the HHI community. Abide makes Bible meditations delightful. You can learn to meditate in five minutes a day with the app. Rest peacefully with Abide's Bible-based sleep stories. Here's what you do. You text HHI to 22433 for a free subscription. Quiet your mind, relax your body. Text HHI to 22433. Once again, the letters HHI to 22433. And we know you will be blessed and encouraged with the Abide Meditations app. A free subscription, folks. Take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. All right, we're talking about tattoos and cancer today. And I envision someone trying to take notes as we go, Percy. And that's not necessary because we've already taken the notes for you in our featured resource, Tattoos and Cancer, available at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. So relax and listen as we share more about this topic, Percy. Absolutely. And so... Uh, point number three that I'd like to make with regard to this, and again, uh, I've extrapolated this information from a, a blog that was written by City of Hope uh, for this conversation, and we're utilizing it uh, to be our guiding uh, star and principle for this show today, is when not to get a tattoo. How about that as a question? Yeah, and so, great. yep, two points here to be made. In general, uh, what we should understand, anyone still recovering from the effects of cancer treatment or the disease itself should consider uh, waiting before getting a tattoo. That means if you have surgical scars that are still healing 
or you are in active chemotherapy or radiation therapy, it may be best to wait until your scars are healed and your treatment is complete. This is especially true for patients who have undergone radiation treatment, which slightly raises the risk of infection because it often causes fragile or damaged skin. So there's something to think about in that regard. Uh, again, this is not a moral or religious uh, conversation or issue, but we're talking about from a healthcare perspective, uh, this may be something to consider before you actually engage in that uh, exercise. And then the other uh, thought here would be, in addition to that, if you have a compromised immune system, and basically most cancer patients do, uh, particularly if you've undergone treatment of some sort, it is best to hold off on getting a tattoo, according to Dr. Pierre who is one of uh, the uh, uh, oncologists at City of Hope, uh, basically suggesting that one should uh, consider holding off if your if your immune system is compromised. Side effects like lymphedema uh, are common after breast cancer treatment, for example, may also raise uh, your health risk from getting a tattoo. The procedure puts additional strain on the already uh, lymphatic system, uh, already compromised lymphatic system with missing or damaged lymph nodes and the ink may react badly to skin damaged by this condition. So these are some things to think about when not to possibly get a tattoo, at least be aware as you enter into that prospect. Yeah, very helpful and very practical for people. I mean, these are the issues you have to think about, don't you? When you're, you know, you've been diagnosed with cancer, there are a lot of uh, issues that come to the fore and this might be one of them for someone. Well, that's why we're here, Wayne. We're here to have the conversation that other people don't want to have or people don't talk about or they don't have access to a platform that has a very frank and candid discussions. We're here to encourage people toward health, hope and inspiration. And we need to make sure that people have good information and they're informed accordingly. So, yeah, I'm excited about giving this information for yeah. sure. And thanks for understanding as we talk about this topic, because, uh, you know, I know there are people who are adamantly opposed to tattoos of any kind. Let's be honest mm -hmm. about that, right? Mm -hmm. And there are other people who don't see true. any wrong, uh, anything wrong with it. So we're just trying to address the practical implications here for people who are uh, going through a cancer journey. Yes, sir. You're absolutely correct. Well, with that being said, our last point for today, and I hope that this has been helpful for you, uh, point number four is, who should you allow to do your tattoo? Great question, right? You know, yeah. if you, you check the references on your That's plumber. Right. And your I want to make sure they know what their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your air conditioner guy, you probably want to check out who's the <laughs> tattoo artist here. Well, find a licensed and reputable artist at a licensed tattoo parlor, not your friend's buddy in his garage <laughs> no, somewhere. No. Uh, before getting the tattoo, you should talk to the artist about a couple of things. Uh, you should talk to him or her about his or her licensing and experience. You should discuss his or her sanitation practices, like sanitizing needles, for example. Very important, yeah. Mm, super important. Uh, you should have a conversation about the inks that are used and their ingredients. How about that? Mm -hmm. uh, and then the type of equipment that is being used also. And lastly, it really matters when you are considering getting a tattoo says uh, Suji V. Matthew, uh, MD of infectious disease physician and chief of medicine at City of Hope, Atlanta. Uh, he says this, I would not get one while I was getting chemotherapy. If you want a tattoo, make sure to pick the place carefully and they are using that they are using good uh, aseptic techniques and definitely do it when you are done 
with chemo. Make sure you are not immune compromised. So, you know, again, Wayne, back to your point. These are some practical things to think about. Uh, I am not here to endorse or to de-emphasize what one should or should not do. Uh, I'm going to quote the presiding bishop from the Church of God in Christ philosophically said, I'm not here. How, I'm not here to tell you how to utilize your faith. That's not what this the role of this platform is in any way. We're here to encourage, empower, inform, and educate the cancer community so that you can move forward mentally and emotionally and spiritually as you walk through your journey. And these are some things for you to consider and think about with regard to tattoos or not to tattoo. Yeah. And as we open the program with today, they are so very popular today that it was just something that had to be addressed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that being said, so my closing thoughts and um, want to make sure that 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 I'm being heard clearly and I'm being succinct with regard to to my thoughts here. I, I do want to remind everyone that this platform is not here to mandate what people should or should not do, per se. That's just not what we're here to do. Uh, we could have another conversation in another environment, maybe. But this that's not what this platform is designed to do as much as to provide information schools of thought, and possible pathways to pursue while physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually navigating a cancer journey toward health, hope, and inspiration. I do recognize, as uh, my friend Wayne said earlier, and respect that there may be those who may not be in favor of tattoos from a religious or a cultural perspective. I recognize that, and I want you to know uh, that I honor your perspective, and I certainly appreciate and respect that point of view. But what is clear and obvious, there are a growing number of individuals, including the cancer community, who are pursuing this popular trend for self-identification, empowerment, and expression that provides a mechanism for agency and ownership. And so love them or hate them, tattoos are here to stay. Hmm. You know, Percy, I've never seen or heard a more thorough discussion of this issue than what you've just presented to us. And I know it came through the notes of the blog that you mentioned earlier. And I'm grateful, grateful to have this information. Well, I, I thank you. I appreciate that. And again, we will continue to tackle any and all topics that are relevant to this community. But we will end on this note with regard to the two quotes that we started with. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, from V. Vale, V. Vale says this, that a tattoo is a true poetic creation and is always more than meets the eye. And then uh, Jack London said this, our bodies were was printed as blank pages to be filled with the ink of our hearts. That being said, there you go. For those of you who have tattoos or are considering to get a tattoo, uh, use due diligence, be mindful, and make sure that you are doing that which is uh, necessitates good health and wellness. And for those of you who choose not to do a tattoo, it's all good in your neighborhood. Everything yeah. is fine and well <laughs> and dandy. Uh, we're going to keep it moving, and we're going to keep inspiring everyone to continue to keep the faith as they walk by faith and not by sight as they continue to fight the good fight of faith. If you found this helpful today, why don't you go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, download our featured resource, the notes from our conversation with Percy today, Tattoos and Cancer. It's available. Uh, You can print it out. You can share the link. Uh, It's just helpful information to have. Tattoos and Cancer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
And that's a wrap on this podcast week. And I thank you for listening. Thank you for your reviews of our podcast on various podcast platforms. That's always very, very helpful, more helpful than you know. And we appreciate it very, very much. Thanks for listening. And Percy, tattoo or not to tattoo, you've got an assignment for us. Well, we're going to put a period and uh, we're going to ink this show and we're going to call it a wrap. And remember, you've got work to do. I've got work to do. So let's keep chopping the wood. Stay inspired. Don't quit. Remember, tomorrow potentially is a better day. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Our hospitals in California, Georgia, Illinois, and Arizona are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of cancer patients. Our team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, and volunteers and support staff all united by our desire to find cures and save lives. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies like spiritual support that target cancer-related side effects, comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Our national network also includes many clinical care locations, offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.